0: is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
1: On, yeah!
0: this, 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 is Talking Cowboys. Live. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. on to the goal line. Barry, sack by Lord. and he it in the
2: touchdown.
0: Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Brotis, Rob Phillips, And Bill Jones.
3: What's up, Cowboys Nation? Welcome into Talking Cowboys inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio. Happy Wednesday to everybody. It's like a Thursday out here at the Star. Is it? It is. Once again, we don't know what day it is because the Cowboys have a Saturday game once again. Cowboys-Rams, big-time matchup, divisional round of the NFC playoffs at the L.A. Coliseum. Saturday night, 7.15 p.m. Central kickoff and we're going to have a big show again today breaking it all down with my buddy Brian Broadus. Good morning, sir. Morning. Mickey Spagnola will be joining us shortly. Bill Jones has his TV duties today, but we have Kent Garrison producing Next Door as always.
1: And welcome as well to our guys on Periscope as well that are kind of following along.
3: Yes. I've kind of felt I've found
1: that as my new little fun thing to hang out with at the show. And my Periscope folks see what they're
3: talking about. Yeah, I like that. I tell like, us we're
1: idiots. Yeah, it's not always to tell us It's it, it's one of those things where you kind of you, you kind of get an idea of what they're thinking too. Yeah. You know, and we're we're trying to be fan friendly on these programs, and I'm always interested to see if if you know I always like to see if we're reaching, we reaching the 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 listener. You know, so
3: because despite what Mickey says, yeah, we fans drive the show. The
1: fans fans <laughs> do a big part of the show. we, we yeah, appreciate, we appreciate the fans. We sure ah. do. We sure do. <laughs>
3: Oh, and there he is. Yeah, but no,
1: you know this. You're you're one of the eight now. You know, you kind of look at it it gets closer and closer and closer, and you know you're trying to figure out ways to, uh, you know, when you you're not playing bad teams now. You know, the uh, the Arizona Cardinals are not showing up. I mean, this is going to be a this is a team that you know you have to go out and there's a reason why they got a buy in the first round and there's a reason why, you know, you're you're going to have to you're going to have to play one of your best games you're going to absolutely have to play one of your best games to beat these guys. And I think the great thing about it, the fact is that, you know, you will have a, a road presence there. I, th- I think that helps. I think, the road, I think the home game last week really helped these players against, you know, Seattle. I think the, the, the fans that are going to make the trip show up at the Coliseum, the Southern California fans that have been so great to us over the years in Oxnard – now, the players feel that. They understand that, and it helps them to play that way.
3: So, by all means, go go get it. I mean, they laid the groundwork for this season about an hour north of the exactly. Coliseum. Exactly. And, and we've talked, I mean, Jerry has, you know, he's put that geographic footprint in the Southern California area. Yeah, sure he sure has, yeah. And we've seen it in preseason games, Mick, where, you know, it's not 50-50, but there's a lot of navy, blue, and silver in the Coliseum for a couple of those games we've we've covered. Think they can turn this into a whiteout? No, oh, that'd be funny if they could. <laughs> they tried to do like a marketing campaign on it? Because yeah. I read
4: the Rams are going to wear their throwback uniforms. Yeah. Go yeah. back to the old blue and gold blue or and gold. yellow or whatever it was. Yeah. Which were the coolest uniforms. They I won a lot ever. of games in those uniforms. It's, they sure it's, have, yeah. It's so a maybe look. the Cowboy fans need to wear white to counteract the Rams' colors. Hmm. What do you think? Maybe so. I bet they get 20,000 fans there.
1: They were they were there were some ticket people that were projecting that this could be a 70-30 game. Mm. That the that the Southern California clubs out there as soon as the, the as soon as the game went final in Chicago just started buying blocks of tickets. And people told me that if you were watching uh, the tickets online, yeah, the
3: prices
4: shot way, up, shot way up, Media because people knew the oh, Cowboy I, fans were gonna be white, uh,
3: buying tickets. I we had it, a caller yeah. the other day. It said it, you know, kind of a nosebleed ticket was four hundred bucks or something. Yeah,
1: like I know that. some people that got flights from here, two hundred bucks, and then when it and then when it, the game flipped, you know, when they knew the game and the, the price, believe it or not, went up on the airline ticket. Oh, did they really? Yeah, so people shame got some, on them. So people got some tickets for uh, flights for two hundred dollars round trip. To L.A. and then now it's you know doubled that, so
3: well you know you we even feel it out here this week. I mean, there's more media here. We've got some national media here. Ezekiel Elliott did his Wednesday, Tuesday Wednesday press conference, and and instead of the locker room, they had him outside, yeah, in kind of a podium setting, which uh, it just. There's a bigger feel to it this week, no question about Well, and about good it.
4: for the L.A. Times. They actually sent writers here. Sam Farmer was Sam one of us. Sam Farmer's saw. Yeah, here. I yeah. I Sam. Yeah. And there was another guy. Maybe it was the Daily News. I bet the Morning News didn't send anybody to L.A.
1: Uh, the Morning News is scrambling around a little bit right now.
4: So, But that shows you how kind of big the game is, or at least how well the L.A. Times is doing, that they can do what we used to do 20-some yeah. years
1: ago yeah. uh, during the playoffs. It's a huge game. I mean, it's a huge game. I mean, you think about the, you know, it's important for a lot of people. It's important for the Rams. It's important for your team, too, as you look at, you know, with with Jason Garrett and, you know, Dak Prescott and those guys, we keep talking about that, but they they keep answering the bell. <clears throat> you know, they keep finding ways to to win these games. And, you know, just, you know, we talk about also you look at some teams around the league, some hot teams. Colts are one of the hottest teams in the league. You know, Cowboys won eight games, eight out of the last nine. I mean, it's hard to do. I mean, we we, we went all went through it where they won 11 straight games and how difficult that was. And now you get in the playoffs, you know, there's some things, there's some ways that the Cowboys match up very well against these guys.
4: Yeah, and, so, yeah. and you mentioned it. It's a big game for the Rams. Absolutely, you know, for Sean made, McVay. They made the playoffs last year and yeah. got, got, got beat bounced. the first round. It was a home game, wasn't it?
1: Divisional game against the Falcons. They got Absolutely. beat.
4: Yeah. So now it's like, okay, now what can you do? Uh, thirteen and three looks real pretty. Yeah. but you got to produce in the
1: playoffs now. Yeah, it was it a divisional game or wild card game? I think it was, it was a wild card. Wild, wild card. Game. Wild card. Game. Wild
3: card game. My bad. Yeah, My it was bad. A yeah. First round game. Yeah, absolutely. they lost to Atlanta.
1: Atlanta came say. across the country and beat them. Yeah.
3: yeah, absolutely. And back, you know, last year I think maybe people thought eh, maybe they're a year ahead. You know, McVeigh, young coach, Goff's young quarterback. Right. But to Mickey's point, you win thirteen games, you're expected to win now. Oh,
1: the Cowboys were two years ago.
3: Exact same thing. same thing you got two games at home well well, potentially yeah to go get to a Super Bowl and but on the flip side for the Cowboys we had a mailbag question about this no matter what happens Saturday is this season considered a success I think it is Brian thinks it is I think so but I think when the players get this far and the coaches get this far nothing short of a Super Bowl I think is going to satisfy people within this building because they feel like, I mean, they're so close at this point. I mean, from what they've been through now, you've got it. Like you said, final eight, you can see it in front of you.
1: You can, you're still playing, you know, that's the thing about it is there's you know all these other teams that are sitting there watching you play now. And so that, yeah, the, 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 the thing that bothers me and it's so hard is the finality of it all. When, if it doesn't work, but but I mean, I don't know how you could say this season wasn't a a su- success. But there's so much more to play for, right? Exactly. Now. You yeah. win this game, now now you're sitting there thinking, okay, now you're down to the final four and you're one game away from going to the Super Bowl, which is your ultimate goal. Your ultimate goal is to go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl, but just think how, you know, you win this game, you play well against the Rams. Whatever happens, happens in New Orleans on Sat on Sunday, and then you and then you march on. You try and do your best to you know, and, and and you know, God willing you can win this game and and somehow Philadelphia manages to avenge a loss that they had early in the year, I'll take my chances playing Philadelphia again in a home game here. After what I've seen with this crowd this year, absolutely I would. You know, and if um
4: if Zeke is a barometer of the feeling on this team Yeah. You know, when he was asked yesterday about, oh, if you you win this game, you'll be able to go to your first NFC title game. And he's like, well, okay, that's good. Uh, But he was basically saying, so what on history? The goal is to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, to win the Super Bowl. And and I think that's kind of the feeling on this team. So, Yeah. yeah, they'll be disappointed if they lose. And if they lose, then all the people that have been picking on the head coach uh, the quarterback oh, yeah. this team all season long will have fodder to say, see, I told you.
1: Well, you can't you can't go there. I think you're you, wrong I, at this point. Yeah, I think I you mean, have to be consistent
3: but with they your won't, message.
4: but I guarantee you yeah. that'll be what happens. Yeah. I, oh, they couldn't they couldn't win another one. Well this was a three and five team that oh, was no. very young. No. And let's not dismiss that. Yeah. Yeah. To what they've accomplished here. And and I think going forward from their confidence and just their feeling about each other, then you come back next year with even more fire, I think.
3: Yeah. Well, big opportunity Saturday night to move on. Keep going. Uh, 888-855-2297 is the number if you'd like to join us over the next hour. And we're going to dive into some matchups here. Yeah. And we're kind of strength on strength. Where where these teams are maybe an advantage over the two at certain situations. Absolutely. Before we get there, Mick, Got another practice today. They were outside yesterday. They're going to be outside today. Are yeah. they? I saw the grass and weather. All right. And sun? Grass, weather, and sun. Makes 55, sense. 55, 60 degrees. It's really not that much different here right now. Nope. That, it might be this is, nope. Today is what you're going to play in on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So with that in mind, uh, what's the injury situation looking right, like right now? Well, they had a bunch of
4: guys that didn't practice. I don't know if they were hurt to the point. Where they couldn't practice, but maybe it was to the benefit not to work these guys to make sure you get them to Saturday. Maybe uh, Malik Collins ankle, Blake Jarwin ankle. Yeah,
1: I was. Uh, I heard also the illness part came and the up. illness. It, yeah, with with no Collins. Collins got sick. Noah Brown was yeah, sick.
4: Yeah. Yeah, and, they're, and so guys Collins, dealing with that right now. And then Luke. Cole Beasley, I think they're just trying to make sure that he, they get him to Saturday.
1: They know Cole Beasley can play when he has to play. And you know what? Not a bad thing for Tavon Austin to get a bunch of reps in the slot. Mm-hmm. Not not a not a bad thing at all. And, you know, and even though he, he didn't was, practice very much, he was limited. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah,
4: absolutely, it's just, fine. Just. Get him to get him to the game. Absolutely. So I think yeah. th- all those guys that they had limited, they just want to make sure they get to the game. And including some of those guys that uh, did not practice, um, you know, even Suafilo was
1: limited.
3: Jason, uh, yeah, kind of indicated he wasn't going to practice. Let me, but yeah, I, yeah. I was
1: talking to some folks. Mickey's right about this. Suafilo practiced. Yeah. yeah, you know, and and what you know what they figured out about Suafilo that he has to practice, whether it's limited, whether it's five reps, ten reps, fifteen, whatever reps, he can't go three days without practicing and expect to play. And they, they know that. Mm-hmm. And and you know what, and I think he knows that. And so for him to get out there with you know with some Tyron Smith and you know and, and Connor Williams, you know, Connor Williams played well in that game the other day. I you know I've been kind of answering questions on Twitter in the mornings that I think that you know they would. The gut, my gut feeling says they would go back to Suofilo. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. I probably shouldn't have. Probably shouldn't have jumped out there like. But you know me, I'm going to jump out there like that. And you know, if if Suafilo can't answer the bell the right way, they, the way that needs to be answered, Connor Williams will get that start. But I, I need to see today and I need to see Friday. What the situation. And, want, then, and then Thursday, what day are we? Oh, it, it, well, yeah. Wednesday, Wednesday, right? Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah, yeah exactly. Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday.
3: Yeah. Real quick on Sufila. I think it was the Philly game in early December where he played through an ankle, but he clearly wasn't himself. No. And, and that, no practice time either. They right. know that. That's that's a problem. So, yeah. yeah, maybe it's a functionality thing for yeah. him. This and, and
4: then the other thing is, you know, if nothing else, if he can at least be available as the backup guy. Yeah. Instead of Redmond. Right, then you know Redmond, backup center. Right, but maybe he's ready to go because you got you know, I mean Zach Martin's still not clear. I mean that that knee's you know he'll play, he'll play with a brace on,
1: but he's still you know any any play he could ding it. Any okay, just th- throwing this out there, guys. If you're gonna go a little long, and I mean long by uh, you know an ex- a Redmond like guy or a Lenore like guy, where do you go long receiver? Or do you go long at offensive line?
4: Well, I think you got to keep eight offensive linemen, don't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. But you got that's, so
1: many guys banged up at the receiver spot. When but, you talk about Beasley,
4: Austin. Well, then you go short on a pass rusher and a linebacker.
3: Yeah. Well, Dorrance Armstrong was inactive against Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Armstrong, because if, if you if you think Taco can play, then Oof. yeah,
4: you got to play him. Yeah.
3: Sean, Sean Lee, Lee, he got. Four snaps yeah. defensively? Yeah. That was a surprise, wasn't it? Oh, I, 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 mean, threw,
1: I threw it out there, too. And I, I threw it out there thinking that Sean Lee played so well against Seattle in week three that you'd want him on the field. And, uh, you know, the long run they have, he got blocked. He couldn't get off the block. But the next, very next play, he's sprinting to the ball. I mean, he's right
3: there for the tackle for loss for uh, that Gregory had. You know, and but that was kind of it. Jason Garrett kind of explained it as they wanted to get him a series here and there fans it, are saying go long on the line go on long on the line <laughs> yeah well that makes sense yeah. um but they only had i think 22 defensive snaps in the first half with seattle and it just kind of got the flow of the game got them and then they rolled with van der esch and smith yeah in the second
1: 48 half. plays right something like that something it, what like that. yeah it wasn't a lot long number of plays
3: 55 I was it
1: 55
3: in the 50s i believe that's what it ended I, I
1: thought i looked at the sheet and it said 48 for some reason I don't know why.
3: Well, in the line, too, you don't want to get in a situation where there was a couple games ago where they were down to their last lineman. Yeah. uh, Because I think Sulafilo got hurt in the game. Right. So, yeah. But receiver, too, you got to keep an eye on Beasley this week and see how functional he can be. Yeah. What you looking at? We split the difference 52 plays.
1: 52. There you go. Something like that.
3: All right. Dak Prescott on the on the injury report, by the way, full participant with a knee.
1: Yeah, I didn't miss any snaps. I mean, it was fine. Just something yeah. got banged up a little bit. I, I didn't. I didn't get to feeling.
3: I asked somebody afterwards, and
1: they're like, "No, I just took every rep, so I don't see 50, a problem." Maybe
4: too many somersaults.
3: Yeah. If you're listening, just audio. Mickey made a dismissive hand gesture, wave, like, "Don't worry about that." Yeah. QB one will be ready to go
1: yeah. Saturday. Yeah.
3: Um, you'd have to tie him down to not
1: yeah. play
4: in this game.
1: There's no question about that.
4: Same thing with Beasley. Same thing with Malik
1: Collins. Oh, it gets his time of year. You don't want to miss. You don't want to miss playoff games. All right, we talked about this a long time ago. 15 years of Jason Witten's career. How many playoff games he play in? You know, not as many as he. Would, not as many as he wanted. He wanted yeah. yeah. There's guys that are playing in far more playoff games. You know they. they Jason Witten does not have a lot of playoff stats. And so if you think
3: you're going to come back every year,
1: you know, you know, you want to you want to get out there when you can. There's no question
3: about that. So on that note, the Rams injury report looks pretty light. I think there's three guys on it. One of them's Todd Gurley.
4: Yeah. As limited. Yeah. Which is probably his first limited in
1: 3 okay. weeks. Expect the best of Todd Gurley in this I game. Have. I am not worried about rust or anything with him. I I have a feeling that Sean McVay is going to try and ride him. Now, they have to be a little bit concerned about Dallas's run defense. You know, they have to be a little concerned. This is a push-shove offensive line. They got some size, but they're push-shove guys. And I mean, push-shove, you get it, you know, and they're not like the the Colts that climb you and then drive you. They're like, they get into you and they push you, wherever. And then that, and then Gurley, very hesitant, 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 boom, then goes through the the line. Reminds me very much of Eric Dickerson. And I know it's a ram to a ram. Wow. But you talk about when he's really upright, runner, he's real straight. And then when he hits, I mean, it's like he's patient. He's patient. And then when he sees the hole, he's, he's through the hole. Mm-hmm. Eric Dirksen was that glider, just gliding the way he the way he covers ground.
4: Thirty three years ago, he glided all over the Dallas Cowboys yeah. the last time these two teams met in the playoffs. Yeah, is that the twenty to nothing game? Tw- yeah. N- not only was it twenty to nothing, he rushed thirty four times for two hundred and forty eight yards. Yeah. I could still see him running down the field for a a cowboy team that finished ten and six, but had some serious uh, deficiencies. I mean, you're a a, you're a division winner, Uh and you get beat by the Bears forty-four to nothing, and you get beat by Cincinnati fifty to twenty-four. It's like, okay, I'm not sure how good we are, and some guy named Kennesaw. Kinnebrew, it was Kinnebrew. Kinnebrew. ran all over the Cowboys. Yeah, Larry Kinnebrew. He was like a big fullback, right? Yeah, big mm. big tank
1: back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: So yeah, Dickerson and and his two touchdowns, fifty five yards and forty six yards, and he just glided. They, these are gliders, man. He was gliding all the way to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying that can't happen Saturday? Well, it better not. Oh, was that
1: game it, in Anaheim? It was in Anaheim. There you go. Well, maybe yeah. that's maybe that's the trick. Get him out of Anaheim. Don't want yeah. to play at the big A. <laughs>
4: january 4th 1986 yeah yeah and uh they haven't met each other in the playoffs since Yep, yeah. and only i i read where they've only been in the playoffs the same year once since that and it was 2003
3: hmm. okay so the tail end of the greatest show on turf right yes yeah yeah okay well let's take think-
4: beginning of bill parcells
3: yeah it was that was a Talk about a Cinderella story, that team. Necessary there. Yeah. All right. Let's take our first break. 888-855-2297 is the number. Call us. Join us. And when we come back, we're going to dive into some matchups. Cowboys, Rams, next on Talking Cowboys.
0: Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate ultimate lens package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Get the live sports you love. Try Direct TV Now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirectTVNow.com. Direct TV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we'll monthly at full price. Currently, minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's stepson doesn't just protect him from life's elements, it projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit. Just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson Hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson Hats in the Pro Shop or at Stetson.com
2: today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving?
0: Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island alone.
4: Here in Cowboys country, and that's where we're at, we always ride with our boys. But when it comes to your underwear, you Mm -hmm. definitely don't want them riding up on your boys. That's why we always wear Tommy John, the revolutionary brand of underwear, with stay-put waistbands that keep everything in place, even if you have an expansive waistline. Tommy John, no adjustments needed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys for 20% off your first order. That's tommyjohns.com forward slash cowboys. He threw in the expansive waistline. He was looking
1: at me when he said that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. And he's not
4: wrong. (laughs) I was kind of looking at myself in the mirror since I haven't been able to work out for a couple weeks. That's right.
3: Gotta, gotta, go for uh, a walk in L.A., Mickey. It's good for you. There you go. Now, Hopefully. in L.A. Downtown. Yeah,
1: downtown. Go walk around down downtown a little bit.
3: All right. We got boxing, by the way, coming to AT&T Stadium in March. Mickey's I, our boxing expert, I think. Really? Yeah. yeah. IBF welterweight champion Errol Spence Jr. set to defend his title against four-division world champion and current WBC lightweight champion Mikey Garcia, March 16th, AT&T Stadium. You won't want to miss this highly anticipated blockbuster showdown. Tickets are on sale now at SeatGeek.com, the official ticket provider of AT&T Stadium. Very good. All and, right. Hey, and by the way, I left this part out
4: when the Cowboys lost that game eighty five. the 85 season. The Rams <laughs> quarterback was Dieter,
1: Dieter Brock. Brock. <laughs> Dieter Brock, yeah. And he, he was
3: you guys shor- are throwing out some names.
1: Though. Dieter Brock was is shorter than Drew Brees. You know, he's, he, he's a, yeah, Russell Wilson. Kyler Murray size. Dieter Brock was a great CFL player. A
4: great CFP. And get this, they lost to a team. The quarterback completed six of 22 passes for 50 yards and was intercepted once. Yeah. Ooh. Dieter didn't need to throw it much. Probably. No, he did. Problem was, Danny White was sacked five times and intercepted
1: three times.
3: That doesn't help
1: either. Trying to think who all was on that line for the. I know Jack Youngblood and them playing linebackers, Hacksaw Reynolds, those guys, yeah.
3: Hacksaw Reynolds. Yes. What a name. Huh?
1: Yeah. Probably can't get away with that these days, right?
3: Hacksaw Reynolds, Jack Hacksaw Reynolds, right? Yeah, Is it, right. Don't look at me. Yeah, <laughs> don't look at me. Because
4: he would come with his. Yeah, yeah, that's some guys. His forearm, arm slapped to the face. Whatever hey, Deacon they Jones got away, might have been
1: done then. Yeah, I think Merlin was. Olson was probably done. Yeah, right He was then. on TV. Dude. it was on TV, sitcoms, NBC, right. NBC football then, with Dick Enberg. Oh, he oh yeah, he was doing that. What was the show with the bear? Little
4: House on the Prairie? No, no, no. He did that too. It was, it was the thing with the bear. Yeah, he did. Oh, BJ and the bear. Somebody in the yeah. bear. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> no, that, maybe that was a BJ and the bear. I don't know. it Was a BJ and the bear it was like a monkey? I think it was a monkey. BJ and the. I don't know.
3: I don't know. I'm just, Kent and I have no idea. You guys are in a little hopscotch. Mold <laughs> yeah, there. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Thanks, coach. There it is. All right, Ray in Fort Worth. Get us back on track, Ray. What's up, man?
2: I can't wait to be at this game. I don't care how much those tickets cost how much they try to drive it up, we're taking over that stadium. I okay, can't wait. There you go. Are you going? Of course, yes. All right. <laughs> I mean, Never you don't doubt. know when you're going to get this far again. Yep. Um, a couple. Of, I need to make some points. Um, Brian, you, you brought up one of the points I want to make. Tavon Austin in the slot. He is a wide receiver. He's not a running back like that guy I tried to say yesterday. When you go back and look at that, where Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek just absolutely torched him in that slot. Yeah, I think he he's going to be critical right there. Sure. And, yeah, and I'm not worried about their secondary so much. I'm worried about our secondary against their receivers. You should because be because they've been incorporating those tight ends too. Yep. In that game. Yep. So that's what I'm concerned about. We, I, me personally, I want Sue Philo to start this game. Okay. We need we need more help in the slot because you brought up a point earlier in the season. Smith seems more comfortable with Suofilo there because he can trust him, and we need more strength in that middle. And if Suofilo plays, I'm going long at receiver because I think it's going to be one of those types of games. I don't think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think this is a game we're going to have to really score some points. And don't forget about – and you you keep bringing – don't forget about C.J. Anderson. He's the one that's been keeping that running game afloat without without Gurley. No, no, no question. he's, He's got fresh legs, and he's been putting up some monster yards. Yeah. I can't wait. Thanks, guys. All
3: right, All right. thanks, Ray. He makes a good point about Anderson. I think he's got back-to-back 100-yard games Yeah, 7 Gurley. yards of
1: carry, yeah. Yeah,
3: without Gurley in the lineup. So, um, but again, I I think they're expecting 100% Todd Gurley. Yeah, I,
1: the, the, the in the playoffs, you go with you ride with who you, you know, you go with. And
3: they that's... also played
1: Arizona and San Francisco. Yeah.
3: True. They did. But they have a good scheme. They have a great scheme offensively. They do. Cowboys are going to have to find a way to stop it. Uh, He's
1: right about the tight ends, though. Yeah? You know, matter of fact, for my under-the-radar guy, you know, know, keep an eye on that uh, Gerald Everett from South Alabama. You know, when he came out of the league, uh, came out of South Alabama two years ago, he was a little bit of an undersized guy, 240 pounds. But he's he's a really good player as far as getting down the field. He's got a real good catch radius. You know they throw balls. I mean, when he, they give him opportunity to make plays, he makes plays. Mm. But we've talked about him a bunch on the draft show, and he's playing well for the uh, for the Rams. And Tyler Higby, I went back and watched the game last time, last year. These two teams played. Tyler Higby had a pretty good game too, catching the football. So he Ray's absolutely right. The tight ends are going to be a little bit of an issue for the Cowboys to have to deal with in this game.
3: Well, that kind of takes us into where, where I was going. Some of these matchups here. Yeah. When you look at it, Brian. Where do you think the Cowboys have advantages, and where do you look at it and say, hmm, could be a weakness or it could, know, be, it could be a tough match? Okay,
1: let's look at the Rams' offensive line, if we could. You know, with Andrew Whitworth, you know, I, 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 they went, that was a big time go out and get by a tackle bit, you know, that the Rams did. I think it left tackle. I think he does a really nice job. The, the thing the Rams have, they have two really big tackles, big and mean size, with Whitworth and uh, Haverstein. And so what you, what you want to do with these guys, though, is you want to try and find a way, since they're so big and they, they, they don't move as well. You know, they're not these guys that are really light on their feet. And where the Cowboys have, can take advantage of them, I think, is with guys like Gregory rushing and with also with Lawrence. First step, teams that have been able to rush these guys. I went back and watched the Bears. And went back and watched how the you know the Bears have got that front line that's got some first step quickness to them. The the Rams had a hard time blocking their front with the quickness and the movement, and that's why I think the Cowboys the Cowboys have done a nice job with the power inside, but also having the edge rushers that have that first step quickness. And I think this is where I, I I'm liking the Cowboys' chances. I, I like what I see uh, with Lawrence coming off the edge. I think Gregory is going to have a a good game, too, as well, against these tackles. Now, the quarterback, he'll crumple on you a little bit, a little bit like Eli Mann. This guy's not going to run around. They played against some run-around quarterbacks. This guy's not a run-around quarterback, and he's not going to kill you with the read option and all those kinds of things that you have to worry about. So he's going to sit there and make throws in the pocket. You know where the spot he's going to be. So find a way to win on the edge and get
3: to the quarterback because he's not going to leave that pocket very much. Mick, Gregory has really come on these last few weeks and and gotten more snaps, earned more snaps, been more effective for this group. I and mean, they
4: need him to be effective yeah, yeah. in this they game. Do. They because do. they're going to – I don't know if they realize how good he is, how quick he is. They didn't play against him last year. Right. So they really don't have an eye test to, to judge. Uh, but if he keeps playing the way he's been playing, he can cause some serious problems – uh, over there, and, and if he's playing well, and if they need to give Malik a play here or play there, then Crawford, Crawford goes inside. Go. Good and, plan. And and I, you know I was talking with Jason Garrett the other day about Randy Gregory. When we think of Randy Gregory, we think of how well he's playing the run. I mean the the oh, pass he, rushing yeah, the passer. Yeah, absolutely but right. He's doing a better job holding down the absolutely net. right. And I think they're pretty hopeful that next year. This guy could be an every down player at right defensive end because he's gotten bigger. Right. Supposedly he's up to two fifty now. He's got some weight on. Maybe
3: he, he's eating some meat. Well, he's kept his weight up. You know, I remember his rookie year, he couldn't keep weight on throughout the course right, of the right, season. Right. Yeah. And I think he's probably learned how to eat. Lifestyle
4: uh, might have been a little different. Lifestyle, bit of yeah. a little different. Yeah, a little different now. Uh and uh it helps you build some strength. And and he he's one of those guys that's Deceptively strong. You remember when DeMarcus Ware got here, we oh. all looked at him and kind of a skinny yeah, guy. Yeah. But
3: he was strong. Right. Heavy handed. Yeah. yeah. And
4: and I think Randy Gregory's kind of moving in that direction. And, you know, good for him. So yeah, uh he can be a load out there if those guys aren't ready for
1: this. Yeah, it's good good points by Mickey. They they need him to be to play well. Not only play the run well, but to, to more importantly to get after that passer because if it turns into Rams trying to play action you and stuff, you're gonna to have to be able to, to play the run on the way to the rush. And and Randy Gregory's shown that he can do that. If we focus on the other on the defensive side of the ball for the Rams, okay? okay. I think the guy you need to take advantage of is Taleb. Okay? And 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 he's gonna play he's gonna play on the on the right corner. Marcus Peters gonna play, but they'll they'll switch. But it's not switching in a way of to, like, star coverage or anything like that. They'll just, like, formation, Nope, they'll, they'll bring corners over and stuff like that. Where I think Tlaib has problems is I think Tlaib's losing the ball nowadays. He's not as good as he once was of making those plays of denying you the football. I've seen people run routes on him, especially in zone coverage, where he hasn't been as quick breaking on the ball. And I haven't seen him uh, – there was a couple of times where, uh, like, the in the Bears game, where they ran routes on him where he lost his man in coverage. And if you got guys like Amari a Cooper that are good route runners, you know, if he gets matched up, that could be a possibility right there because he'll lose a guy uh, like uh, Cooper in coverage. So keep an eye on that. Mark Barron is the linebacker there. He's a former safety that's playing linebacker. He's been playing linebacker now for a few years under, this, uh, under uh, what we've seen from Wade Phillips, but he is an undersized guy. He is an undersized guy, so people have been able to kind of get blockers up on him. That's why they, people have had some success running the football against these guys. Teams have, teams have trapped the Rams. I mean, trap is you see, okay, they get they get Donald up the field, boom. They hit him with a quick guard trap, and then the ball comes behind. Or they, they get Indomitian Sue, they trap to his side. Ball goes inside. So watch the Cowboys trying to run the ball. I think it's hard to run the ball wide on these guys. Because I think they could stretch you. I think they could stretch you with their speed a little bit.
3: Barron can sideline to sideline. Baron
1: sideline to sidelines. Fowler, a little bit of that kind of guy, too. They've got some guys that can run. Yep. And so that makes it a little bit difficult to have. To, their safeties are super aggressive. But if you're going to throw the ball, Tlaib makes the most sense to me. And run the ball in the direction of Barron if you can find. That's I think that's gonna be the 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 ticket for the Cowboys in this game. Maybe not so much on the edge, inside. Hit him with some inside stuff. He's six two, two thirty.
4: Yeah. I'd put a bullseye right on
1: him. Yeah. Try and get guys and if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, make Zeke, make him have to tackle Zeke all day. I, I just think they they've had some problems, of course, Mountain. they got Michael Brockers who they can move around. Sue Donald, Donald is Donald is Donald is going to try and win every single time on the first step. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to try and swim you, right? Quick, that's his. So if you could find a way to like, if you know he's going to swim you on that on that three technique shoulder side, and you could just knock him, just get him up the field a little bit, you know, knock him a little bit to the side, that's where the ball can go right in there. That that you know, when they run the zone and stuff, mm-hmm. cutting him off is a pain in the you know what. So yeah. who did went now?
4: Would you rather them playing their three-four defense, or would you rather them going with their nickel and bringing in somebody the like nickel or man? Yeah,
1: line? the nickel. What they'll do is they'll rush Fowler, Sue, Donald, and then also this uh, this number ninety-four, this Franklin Myers, John Franklin Myers. But when you get them in nickel, they spread out. They they they're, they their splits get real big. Mm. So that's where teams have also hit them. On some second down runs, you get them in nickel and then all of a sudden you can hit some runs inside because they get spread out. Franklin Myers is really interested in getting up the field. Donald's interested in getting up the field. You know, that's where, that's where I think the Cowboys, I wouldn't be surprised if this is one of these games where we see some second down runs. And maybe if it's second and seven, you know, maybe you get a first down run and it's three yards or four yards. And then you come back with another run. You know, if they feel like if you could get them, if you could get them in their four-man line, you can get them to spread out a little bit. You can make them have to defend horizontally and then run the ball up inside on them there.
3: Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, let me flip it around real quick and go back to the Rams offense. Yeah. Cooper Cup was a huge difference maker oh, for God, them. Oh, they miss him badly. Before he got hurt. Yeah. What is the state? Of their receiving core without him, what does it look like? We, I, you know, Brandon Cooks is a is a speedy guy. We know about yeah. him. Yeah. W- what what's the state of their group? Well, account?
1: Woods is involved. Robert Woods Robert is involved, Woods. and you got Cooks, and then you've also got Josh Reynolds. And it's they Aggie, were, where They've missed where they've missed Cooper Cup. Is Cooper Cup's really good? Was good in the slot, and so Josh Reynolds has been trying to take that role. So has Cooks, you know. But it, but Cooper Cup is one of those we talked about him a bunch on the draft show was. Bad ball receiver, you know, knows how to get open, high catch radius, you know, all those things. They've had some inconsistency with Josh Reynolds, you know, and Robert Woods has had his share of issues as well. But you're usually going to get Robert Woods catching the ball on the outs. He's kind of a sideline guy,s when they throw him the ball. Reynolds more inside, Cooks is more inside, more down the field. But where 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 uh, where Cooper Cup was really good was dragging stuff. I mean, across the field, and all of a sudden they're throwing the ball on the move, and it's a, you know, he's hitting guys on the first down. I broke down a plan, at DallasCowboys.com, and I think Kent's going to put it up here uh, this afternoon of how they used uh, how use Todd Gurley in the passing game, where they get trips on one side and run everybody inside, and then create a just a wad of people, and then they bring Gurley back underneath They use it for a touchdown against Green Bay. So you have to worry about. Them throwing the ball, the tight ends, the back, and then again these receivers. But the, but ha- not having cup has been a, has been a little bit of a problem for them.
4: And Reynolds 6'3", he's yeah. kind of a mismatch guy. Yeah. Good player at, A&M. if I remember at A and M. Yeah, he was the deep guy, right? Yep. yep. he was. He, he that's was what he does down the field. Yep. yep. So I don't know. You know, they probably they don't put him inside, right? They he's on the outside. He's on the
1: outside generally. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah.
4: and whichever last game I saw him play, they were going to him. Yeah. and he was doing a heck of a job, and um, yeah,
3: I remember him from the Senior Bowl. Yeah, San Antonio, right? Yeah, gig him, absolutely. And hey, speaking of Senior Bowl, Zach Martin's seen plenty of Aaron Donald. I mean, he's he on there, played the Rams last year. Yeah, and, and, so and, you know,
1: yeah, it was it was a couple of times where Zach got buckled a little bit. You know, on the on, and you don't often see that, but that's what Donald does to you. I mean, he he's built so low to the ground that what happens, he's like a wrestler, like those, those short, powerful wrestlers, gets leverage. He's one of the best leverage players I've ever seen playing inside. When you talk about get, because he's, if, he, if he wins, then on the edge, he's a problem because of the quickness and his ability to redirect. If he gets under you, which he can because he's short, then he has the power, the lower body power, and the snap to kind of drive you back. He caught, he caught Zach bad a couple of times last year in the game you know but you have to you know if you don't account for him the correct way he can wreck your run game he can wreck your passing game but there's times you would think that because how short he is that he wouldn't find the ball very well because he gets caught up on blocks it, when he gets caught up on blocks he but he does he really does a great job of getting off the block and then getting to the ball mm. So that's something you have to stay on him. Just make him, if he's going to make a tackle, make sure you're between him and the ball carrier. Just stay with him. That's where he beats a lot of people is he's able to disengage and go get the ball. That's a problem. He's like a Geiger counter.
2: <laughs> he can oh, okay. Find the
4: ball. Yeah, know? yeah. And I remember that that was like the highlight of that Senior Bowl too. Yeah, those two. Those two guys go at, at each other, and it was really. Uh, and and this will tell you when people get caught up on on uh, numbers, like how big you are. Because coming out of high school, he didn't have a lot of offers. No, Pitt. He, he, was, yeah. he was small. Yeah. He was too small. Short. So Pitt takes him, right? Yeah. And then he comes out and it's like, well, I don't know where I'm going to take this guy. He's a little too small. I yeah. don't think this is going to translate in the NFL. And what's he got, 20 and a half sacks this year?
1: Yeah, well, a lot of people are going to compare in this draft Ed Oliver coming up from URC Houston to him, and it, they're they're not close. Ed Oliver's a good football player. He is not
4: this guy. And you know, part of it to compensate for his size is he he's got the motor. Oh, he's he never stops. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, never stops. You may think you got him blocked, but you don't have him blocked.
3: Yeah. You well, know, unless
4: you're sitting on him. Yeah. It's,
3: it's one of those intangible traits. I mean, that's what makes Lawrence as good as he is. They will, it's his effort in addition to what his skill level is.
1: Wade Phillips will move him to wherever he feels he can win. That to get ready for that, if it's if it's Suofilo, if it's Connor Williams but he's always going to play the three technique, and there'll be an occasional scheme fit where he will play as a defensive end where they'll put Sue at a defensive end and kind of move some guys around. So it's just an occasional thing. But generally, he is going to play on the outside shoulder of whatever guard that he lines up across from.
3: Definitely a matchup to watch. Let's take our final break. 888-855-2297. Still time to call us if you'd like to join us, and we'll continue in a moment on Talking Cowboys. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a thing then cutting the cord is scary but
4: then i found out i could switch to direct tv now and still get the live sports i love no satellite needed no bulky hardware no
0: annual contract just That's why Bank of America built bettermoneyhabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Back to talking Cowboys.
0: Time
4: to get Jack Blacked up for the playoffs, right? Right. And we yeah. know the products that Jack Black put out help your face, help your shave. As a matter of fact, I found a better way to use that beard lube. Oh, yeah?
1: Don't, don't go there. What put it trying? on.
4: <laughs> put it on and let it sit there for like minutes oh okay yeah. and then i was wondering where you're going there. you remember when we talked about butter no. it is real butter to shave and i had to do that today because i forgot my razor in the shower so i had to shave when i got out and it sat there for about two minutes and really good stuff how so much did
1: you cuss as you <laughs> i
4: what i didn't do is get out and drip all over ah, to get my razor okay right? there we so go. there, there we go. is a positive to putting jack black beard lube on and then let it sit for a while and then shave and to get that jack black beard lube you go to jackblack.com and use that forward slash cowboys and you'll get to the code where you can get that beard lube in the playmaker and you get it for ten dollars and free shipping so get jackblack.com
1: Ask you this, this is yeah. an interesting question, if you don't mind, just I'm again the periscope. I'm fascinated. Any chance that Lewis comes in to cover Gurley the way he
3: did Kamara? Well, that's a great question because I was going to ask you out of the break. Is how do you is, play? Is, how it, do you well, play? Yeah. is he is he similar to Gurley in that he he'll line up anywhere? Oh no, he they'll will. They'll find yeah, different ways to get yeah, the yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah. He's. I mean, that's the probably the closest thing they've faced. Yeah, but Gurley. you think
1: that because Kamara is like you knew Kamara was coming in, like for certain plays, Gurley's going to play all the time. Gurley doesn't come off the field, so do you play Lewis? Do you play Lewis in a way that like okay, wherever wherever Gurley goes, I'm going to go, kind of a thing? I, I mean, bet
4: I bet uh, that's a great question. Six one two twenty four either.
1: I I'm just I think they're talking about. I think they're just talking about the, the ability to receive. Do you deny him? You try and deny yeah, but him. Yeah, what if they hand you the
4: ball? Oh, and no, you've but you got oh, skinny no. Jordan Lewis on the field.
1: Well, you got Jordan Lewis on the field, and he's probably, if, if, if they put Gurley at halfback and run, I mean, yeah, it's a little bit different when they move Kamara to the outside. But there were some times where Gurley or where uh, Lewis faced Kamara when he was inside. On some routes.
4: Well, you would have to be down in distance then. Yeah, it would have to be down. In third distance. Third and long. Yeah, it would have and to be you down. You say, down okay, this. I'm going dime.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah.
4: Because they're going to throw the ball.
3: And Lewis was he was great in that game, but he only played like eight snaps. Eight snaps, but it was vital.
1: Eight vital snaps. I think Kamara had one catch in that uh, that of the eight. So, it's a great question. Yeah, it is. If you would consider that, but I think that I think the way that you would probably handle this guy. Is with your linebackers. This is where I think you hand because now you have a quarterback that doesn't run, so that'll allow you to keep Smith and Van Der Esch on him, right? If well, if that's the case, Breeze wasn't a,
3: a scrambling
1: option though, really was he? No, I mean no, no.
4: But, but what 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 happened last year when he caught his touchdown pass? They just had a busted coverage. Yeah, he came out of the slot and ran a little slant over the middle, and no yep. one went with him. And get him in the open field like that, you're going yeah. to have a big problem. Yeah. So, um, but it's a good
1: thought. That's good. I just, no, it is. I, it's something that you wouldn't. That we really haven't addressed, but he did. He took he, he he took Alvin Kamara out of the game. He really did.
3: He played and, eight snaps, and it felt like he played twenty. Because exactly he, because he was all over the. He was board. all over them. Yeah, yeah, he was
1: all. But see, that's the same thing with Gurley, and, and that again, that play I broke down that, that Kent's putting up for you. He they they lined him up at wide receiver. So, you know, if if you said, "Okay, do I want to walk Vanderesh out there? Do I want to walk Smith? Smith is your primary blitzer." So, if you walk somebody, it would likely be Vanderesh, but so you'd like, walk. But again, you won't know they're sending him out at wide receiver until, until it's you, too late. Until it's too late. Yeah. But you could just say, "Okay, third third and like Mickey says, third and six. Dime, 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 dime." And then, "Okay, now you've got you've got him." If they it, try and run the screen, if they try and run him wide, you know, that's your guy. A clear passing situation. Clear passing situation, yeah. yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Interesting.
1: Yeah, I like it, though. Yeah. I like I like the thought. I mean, it's something we not, maybe need to keep an eye on and, as the game uh, rolls on. Want
3: to grab a phone call? Why not? Ryan in California, you're up next. What's yeah. up, Ryan?
0: Yeah, what's up, guys? Hey, I just want to say one thing real quick, Broadus, you are – the man, and I go to Oxnard every year.
3: Thank you.
1: And
0: if I can take you out to a steak dinner and just talk football with you for a little bit, I'd really appreciate that. Well, you
1: know, Mickey would like to go, Rob like to go. With the, we love the Western Sizzler there in Oxnard. He's going to get right. us oh, hamburgers He's yeah. get you steak. Yeah, we, we, we have we have, you guys we have a, if you yeah, one of our off days, we always go to the Western Sizzler. So if you ever want to meet out there, we'll meet you and we'll let you buy the tap.
0: <laughs> okay, for <laughs> sure, for sure. All right. <laughs> all right, I just want to talk about the, the development of Jack Prescott. Um, it seems like to me he just kind of hit a new level these past couple games and uh, around the league you kind of see a quarterback maybe after their third going into their fourth year you see if they'll if they'll survive in this league or not so talk about the development of Dak Prescott for me
1: okay
3: all right Ryan thanks for the call
1: Mickey's been on this Mickey's been trying to tell us all just to Mind our P's and Q's.
3: Mickey will tell us, well, what changed?
1: Yeah, what changed? What changed?
3: What did change, Mick?
4: Mari Cooper changed. (laughs) Yeah, Mari Cooper is... The offensive line changed a little.
1: Yeah, that line changed, line coach changed. Mari Cooper changed. You you know, you got Cole Beasley back playing at a high level. You you got a young guy that Mickey is... Again, I give you credit for this one, Mickey. You you talked about Michael Gallup. Throw him out there and let him play. Hey, sometimes it's 50... You know, a lot of times it's 50-50. It might be 70-30 another time. But you know, at least you're letting young guys play. I think where Prescott, I just think where we misevaluated, or I would misevaluate Prescott is that you he doesn't get nearly enough credit for how the fire in his gut. That that's I think I don't think there's anybody out there that if it came down to the last two minutes of a game and they had a chance to win, that they feel badly about Dak Prescott going at it. No. I, I don't think there's anybody – if you're a Cowboy fan and you feel that right now, then you're clearly not watching the
3: games. I mean, with Cole Beasley – I've asked Cole about this, you know, and I think last week he said when he's got the ball and they need to do something in the last he two minutes – He finds a way. It's going to happen. Yeah. And he said it's almost getting repetitive talking about it yeah. because I get asked about it every time he does it. And it's like, well, what do you expect? You know, this is that's, – that's what he does. See, now he's got development. We didn't
4: get any of these questions in 2016 – about Dak Prescott. It yeah. was like, oh, how good is this guy? He, he's a rookie, a fourth-round draft choice. And then the first half of last year, oh, man, this guy's just put this team on its on his back. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, things go downhill the second half of the season with no Zeke, uh, with no Tyron Smith, and it's like, oh, this guy's no good. And then it carried on to this year, and, and they're 3-5, and five, and it's always the quarterback's problem. Yeah. So now he's developed. Well, didn't get any of these questions for the first twenty-four games of his career. Think about it. We didn't get those calls. Yeah, It was like, "Whoa, did he get worse?"
3: Well, I would, wouldn't say he was a finished product. No, as, as a rookie either. I but, mean, but we didn't get these calls.
1: No, I think that people, I think where I think where Dak Prescott gets where people are very critical of him is just with the accuracy and things like that. But I mean, to me, I, I think there's so many other things involved with quarterback play than just accuracy, and I think he checks, to borrow scouting terms from people, I think he checks a lot of those boxes. I think the most important one is give me a quarterback that's going to win. That, that, that's the most important thing to me. You know, He finds ways to limit his mistakes. When he makes mistakes, it's not like he's making mistakes every game. You know? Occasionally, not all the sacks are his fault you know do you want him do you want him to progress thing faster yeah everybody would but you know there's quarterbacks in this league that get sacked just like he does there's quarterbacks in this league that makes mistakes just like he does i think i think that we're very very i think that we've been critical of him you know to a fault because the bottom line is winning games that, that's what i've learned about this guy I mean, I I saw him in the SEC at Mississippi State. I told the story before. Scouts have gone in there before. After he left Mississippi State, you know that team was ranked number one in the country at one time. Remember that? And it was you know had a, had a great run with Dan Mullen there as him as the quarterback. Scouts went in there after he was gone and says, "Where's all the talent here? Where's all the talent? There weren't first round receivers. There weren't first round offensive linemen. There weren't first round, you know, tight ends there." That guy right there was the reason why they were number one ranked team in the country. And I think there's a lot of that he's shown here, you know. And for, you know, for me, I, I am not going to be critical of him as, as a leader and as a winner because I think that's the most important thing you need to have as a quarterback. So I was looking at the stats
4: from the game against Seattle, and this was afterwards, and I was on the front page, and I wrote this down, and this will be the line of my column for Friday. Dak da, and it's grammatically incorrect, right? Yeah. Dak does what he do. Yeah. And dot 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 win. Yeah. Don't don't worry about all the other stuff. Sure. Just win. Yeah. Right. Bottom line is to win. And he's won thirty three games now, yeah. including playoffs. Thirty three yeah. and seventeen.
1: That's over sixty percent of his games. Half his games. Half his games have been come behind victories. Think about that. It's,
3: it's that, that's um, there,
1: there's there's quarterbacks that have been drafted. Blake Bortles would kill for these numbers. You know there's quarterbacks that have been drafted in high
3: high high spots and slots that would kill to have this guy's numbers. I mean he's. I don't think anybody's had as many fourth quarter comebacks in no. the first three years no. of, of a career. No. In the NFL. No. Now he's across the field. It's Jared Goff, number one pick, who same, was god awful his first year. Same draft. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um but you know for whatever reason Dak slips to the fourth round and like you said it probably has to do with off the field he got a DUI that didn't help no yeah. it doesn't help it's yeah.
1: teams are teams are wondering oh my god and and you know there's there's things about it there's coaches will tell you stories why this guy's perfect da, 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 you know all the stuff and he get a DUI all of a sudden people are like we're well, going wait a minute is this guy a drunk is this a drunk quarterback i played with a drunk quarterback Brett Favre one of the best drunk quarterbacks ever to play. Of all time. Oh, all time. But what happened to Brett Favre? He went the second round.
4: You know? Because of that. Yeah. That and his, his yeah. injury, car yeah. accident. Car accident
3: yeah. he had, yeah. Which might have had something to do with Yeah.
1: Mississippi guys. Well, he's
3: Louisiana guy. Yeah. yeah. Dak you know, but Mississippi. But, State. but everything about Dak's character in college, everywhere he's been, has been all immac- top immaculate. shelf until he yeah. got the DUI. Right. Yeah. right. yeah. And but beyond that, I mean, yeah, that happened leading up to the draft. But I feel like, and just talking to people that have been around him from high school on, every level he's been at, people have questioned the arm talent, the whatever, the physical traits, and I think that was part of it too. Coming out, uh, you know, could, could he make all the throws at the NFL level? Could he do all I, that stuff? He's been questioned every. Step I would of the way. challenge. I would challenge anybody to tell
1: me a quarterback. And I'm sure there. I'm sure there. But uh, okay, I I would challenge you to say that that. Uh, that golf would make a run on third and 16 to pick up a first down in that, in that situation. I'll challenge you to say that, you know, g- give me, I mean, maybe guys like Mahomes would make that run. Maybe some of the younger guys might make that run. I challenge you to find a quarterback that, that you, you, we could talk about arm talent and accuracy and all that, but there's so many other things that those quarterbacks that have arm talent accuracy don't have that this guy has. It's a wash. It's a wash. It's- I mean think about think about just straight taking a snap and friggin power running to the left to, you know with blockers in front you know you got your your star running back throwing a block and you're all pro gar- or tackle out there pulling and doing. you know yeah. think about just how how much guts and determination and desire it takes. I'll take that. I, if you want to tell me this guy doesn't have arm talent but keeps winning games like Mickey says, okay.
3: No question about it. That's okay. why that's why some of these top college programs look like fools yeah. for not recruiting him. Because yeah. there's stuff you can't see with him that and he can we I, I think his ability to make throws is underrated. We're
1: too, idiot scouts. We are. We're idiots because we get caught up in the arm talent and all that other stuff and size Aaron yeah. Donald. Right? Yeah. Aaron Donald well I know no no Aaron Donald was a good. But everybody, knew everybody he, knew. he was, Come on, but was. you still, were the senior bowl. You, saw, you
4: I saw it. Yeah, But, but too many people well he, it's too short. He, he went he went
1: 14th?
4: Uh he went earlier than that. 13th? 13th? Yeah. But all right. But still 13 12 guys were better than him for an undersized defensive tackle, yeah. So I thought Jerry made a really good point uh when they asked him on Monday uh about the DAX uh, performance in the preseason game mm-hmm. when we finally got to hope that out, guy shows up and a lot of other people finally yeah. figured out that yeah. jamil showers wasn't better yeah in that game he yeah. got the start and jerry they were talking about his stats or whatever, and whatever he goes you know what i looked at he goes i looked at my sideline yeah and i saw what he was doing and how the guys on the sideline Responding. were reacting right. to a second a uh, number two quarterback or a number three quarterback, a rookie. He goes. Everybody was off on the field when he was completing passes, so it
3: told you something about his leadership skills. As Jason Garrett, which said, are unmatched. As Jason Garrett said, he's as natural a leader as I've ever been around. Yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna rally behind him on they Saturday night. They have to. Yeah, it's gonna start with Dak for hey, sure.
1: Nice to see you on our
3: on the Good Morning Football.
1: Yeah, human log. Was he on? He's, oh, the human, they did. The human log was getting some, like, most underrated player. All right. Human log.
3: He's earned that, by the way. He sure has. There'll be a
4: story uh, on him in the L.A. Times because yeah. uh, that sat USC Sam guy. Farmer was yeah. working on that. Yeah. Yeah. USC guy. Homecoming for him. And that's where he grew up. I think he was. A, yes, a, yeah,
3: absolutely. He's got a lot of ticket requests. Like for a Saturday downtown night.
4: L.A. or in, inner city L.A. Yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah.
3: We are out of time. But no. We're going to be back
4: tomorrow. Because Jason's starting.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Jason Garrett, press conference coming up live. Got the break. Got hanging with the boys later. Stay tuned to all our coverage on DallasCowboys.com as we continue previewing Cowboys-Rams this Saturday. See you tomorrow.
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
3: about you,
1: Cowboys? Yeah!